My first question, you're coming off of a big stint in the XFL. You had MVP numbers, the highest quarterback rating in the league. I have to ask, what can the NFL learn from the XFL having played in both leagues? Um, just the importance of, of opportunity and development. Um, that's what the XFL was. It's just not a lot of it's just not a lot of opportunity just with the amount of spots available. Um, to give to give to me the, the best talent in the world opportunity. And I mean they uh, part of that is development and with the limited spots, you know, a lot of guys miss that miss the development opportunity. And uh with having something like the XFL, you get all that. And then on top of that, just the uh, you know, the the access that the player that the fans got to see, you know, players in different uh, elements outside of just, you know, behind the post game interview, seeing guys actually respond and how they communicate and doing things throughout the game. I think that was unique as well. Uh, but overall, the main thing for me is just creating more opportunity. Definitely. And the player access is something for me working in sports media that I'm very curious about. I'm wondering from a player's perspective, do you like the fact that after you make a big play, You'll get interviewed. You'll be mic'd up for some, really, a lot of games. You'll have a lot of fans looking inside what you're doing on the sidelines and in the huddle. Um, for the promotion of the game, I thought it, I thought it made sense. But as a player, you know, uh, for me, I, I didn't really, I didn't really uh, buy into it too much. But I had, I felt like I had to do a lot of communicating during the game, just being on the same page with everybody. And so that wasn't really my focus. But you know, I mean, from the standpoint, some guys like to. Some guys want to grow their brand, want to grow themselves in the national spotlight. And I mean, I think that's a unique way of doing it because you get to really see a person's raw emotions, especially in football, which is such a heightened emotion sport. So uh, I think, I mean, for myself personally, it, it, uh, it took away a little bit from what I was doing, but I enjoyed it. But I think as a whole, I think a lot of guys appreciated it. And when you say it took away a little, what do you mean by that? Just the elements of it's, it's a distraction. Sometimes you know you gotta have you gotta do an interview, have a mic in your face when you need when you kind of refocusing on what just happened, like replaying plays back in your head, things of that nature. Communicating one of your teammates, but you can't find them because they over there doing the interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just stuff like that. But I mean, you learn you learn to adjust just like anything else. Like I wasn't complaining, but it just it was just something different for me. Now. Being in the NFL through all of this technology with Microsoft Surfaces and everything on the sideline to what the XFL had as well, did you ever have a piece of technology that you were able to use during a game that you thought was just really transcendent and really cool? Um, it was one year they had tried the tablets and that uh, they had the video playback. I thought that would have transcended the game completely because the pictures now, they don't. They give you still shots. You don't get to see the whole moment and you kind of misinterpret the still shots. But that video playback was like pretty much after every series, you was going back to rewatch the film and you would just see so much stuff. And uh, I thought they only did it in preseason. Um, I think a lot of defensive coordinators <laughs> get their defenses exposed like that because they try to, you know, keep you off balance, especially early in the game until you figure out the flavor of the day that they that they really trying to do on you. But uh, I think those tablets gave away the flavor of the day pretty fast because you got you to gotta play back the whole script. You can see everything, movements, keys, guys, body language, what they were saying, doing. So I thought that was transcendent, but they took it away. Okay. Would you like that to come back? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure as a quarterback, that's Hell yeah. very helpful. Hell yeah. <laughs> In the NFL, you played for 13 different teams. The most I've ever heard of anyone suiting up for is Shane Graham with 16. Mm -hmm. you've had a lot of teammates in that time. And I've heard a rumor 
Is it true that you've used Madden to learn the names of your teammates? Hell yeah. Uh, actually, when I got to uh, Washington, um, the Redskins, it was such. It was it was kind of uh, pretty much what I needed to do because I went from uh, not knowing the, not knowing anybody that's learning the plays to having to go in there and play. And then uh, from there, I needed to know who I was playing with. And uh, Madden gives you a good breakdown of guys. They update the rosters weekly so you can know who's active, who's not active. Uh, they give you a little general glimpse of who may be fast or whatnot so you can have a little bit of baseline understanding of what these guys are. And so I did do that when I was playing for the Redskins. That is not a rumor. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I've read about you is you've got a really cool family tree. Your cousins with Marshawn Lynch and Marcus Peters both of which you seem to have good relationships with. Playing with Marshawn growing up, what's your favorite story from your time with him? I mean, always just him bouncing off the walls, being energetic, and then uh, using that for football. But our greatest, I think, high school, just uh, seeing what he did in high school, uh, pretty much he did the same thing in Seattle when everybody really realized that he was beast mode. And so I saw that same type of run in our high school championship to win the game. And so that, that that's a memory and a moment of the funnest, the greatest, and one of the most memorable times of my life. And then to be able to see it twice, I thought that's what I remember for sure. Was there ever a moment or a play, whether it be in a game, in practice, you guys messing around, where you said, this guy's got big potential, he could be beast mode? Uh, since forever. <laughs> so I was always good. He was always good. And as he developed, he just, he was like, he's, he's probably the best athlete that I know. Just all around can do everything. Fast, strong, athletic, uh, laterally move, uh, smart. I think he's a complete player. He's always been that way, though. Well, I know you've got the Fam First Foundation with Marshawn. What motivated you guys to do that and found that together? Um, just honestly having a football camp in Oakland and just seeing the impact that it had on the community at that time where we was a community that was hurting, uh, and they just bring our community back together and then, uh, transitioned from there, just seeing that, that impact. And then we, we had a great team around us of people to really show us the ropes of what we can do with that impact. And now where we are today with a youth center, uh, educational programs, uh, essential programs, how I would see it, because we servicing families, uh, not just kids anymore, adults. Uh, we created job opportunities for people in our community and doing that. But everybody who's from the Oakland community, I think, is, is grown into a beautiful thing to see.